0: Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host, Bader Amin, author of the book, Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries, such as, but not limited to, sports, investing, and business by identifying their mental and practical habits, routines, and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts where the guest will talk about the mental practices, self-talk and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and the recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest is Saeed El an ex co founder of Jamalitech, a data analytics technology that helps in optimizing Camel performance. He also works within the startup ecosystem and enables early stage businesses. He mentored 200 plus startups and does few investments. You can find Saeed on LinkedIn, which is Saeed El Nofili, S A E E D A L N O F E L I and Instagram at saeed.alnofeli, which is S-A-E-E-D dot A-L-N-O-F-E-L-I. I would like to thank Saeed for being part of this podcast, and without further ado, let's dive in. Saeed,
1: hey, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, Badr.
0: So the first couple of questions are intended to set the podcast going, and I saw on your Instagram, there was a post by Zaksan S. He was saying that, I'll paraphrase it because I don't remember the exact words. (laughs) Uh, He was saying that you should try to aim, let's say, big or high. And if you failed, you'll still be, where you failed would still be considered success to all the other people. Correct? Yes, yes. So um, what I want to go with this is, what is your, where do you consume your information? And what could be the things that you would recommend others to consume as well?
1: Yeah, so, so first of all, let me take the first part regarding uh, Muhammad Al Abbar because I actually like that quote, and I reposted the same quote uh, on my Instagram page. And the reason why, actually, I, I took this uh, concept in life, in my, my journey, mm. that whatever you go for, you need to go for the best. And okay. even if you fail, you will land, like they say, Father, you, you, the you shoot for the moon and you land in the stars. Yeah, so 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 uh, a great example when I when I was looking at uh, studying in an engineering school, I didn't want to go to any engineering school. I wanted to go and study in the best uh, engineering school in UAE, and this is why I joined Master, yeah. and because over there I'll meet people who are smarter than me, and I will learn from them, and I'll be part of that yeah. group, yeah. and this is why you know. I take this as a as mission in everything I do, right? So this is the first part. So maybe you can repeat this the, the, yeah, the sure. second so question.
0: Having this concept, since you have taken it to heart, and then is there, let's say, one to three books or channels or a source of information that you would
1: recommend it to others? Yeah, so great question. For me, uh, honestly speaking, um, like I would say I always go for the things that I enjoy. So even uh, in, in school, when I was in school, I only did well in the subjects that I love the most, right? Like if I'm really good in, in business, then I'll I'll, 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 be, I'll get an A in business, but get a C in other subjects. That's, that's me, that's my personality. So I, I, I understood what I love and I went for it. And this is why when I came out to the job market or whatever I do, I was always 500% on the things that I love the most and I'm passionate about and the others I, I would lack. And this is what I use on my day-to-day uh, uh, life. So I'm not going to say it's a, it's a book. I love to read a lot of things. I like to be involved in many things. But there are things that I exceed at and I know. And this is what I go for. And honestly speaking, like, you know, the thing is, is that there is no one way to do things. And that's what I believe in. And, and there is many ways you can do it. And that's why I try to look at, what I like and I I continue to do. So if you ask me for a book, I read a lot of books. I like to learn, uh, take different quotes because, you know, today my walk of life and what I've been through is different than uh, everyone else. Everyone have their own circumstance and where they've been. And it's just that you're using that to the positive side in order for you to, to move forward. Okay, and who is considered successful to you and why? Yes, uh, this is a tricky question, but for me, I think when I first started working, uh, I remember in 2006, I I started working around 2004. And then in 2006 is when I came back from UK to to, to UAE and I started working for Do. For me, success was uh, me being a CTO, right? Uh, So I looked up to, you know, the CTO of Do. Right? because I worked for that company and I was a technician and I became an engineer. But my role model was the CTO of Do. But over time, as I grew up, those role models or successful people that I considered successful, they were not my role models anymore. Or I didn't consider them successful because I had different, different interests. So as I grew up, I had different interests. So at the beginning, when I started working professionally, I looked up to CEOs and so on. But now I'm in a level that... These CEOs, either I talk to them on a daily basis and so, you know, it's different. So for me, I would say if you consider success, I don't have many people I consider success. Everyone have their own success in their own term. Mm -hmm. For me, (laughs) being financially free, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right, and me having a a scooter in in a beach island somewhere considers success, right? So everyone have their own way of uh, uh, considering success, but for me, it always changes and it's always been changing as I go. Because, you know, as I grow older, new horizons, I go into new things. So when I was 25, is different when I'm 30 or 35 and things change. So I keep that updated. Yes, I do have a 10-year plan that I look up to and say that I want to reach these targets, but I've over the in my professional career, I've I've learned different things and I've 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 went into so many uh, uh, different um, uh, experiences. So yeah, so I don't know if I <laughs> answered your question, but yeah, it, it changes over time as I grow. All right, and is there an advice you remind yourself with, and why? Yeah, uh, I think the advice. Um, always I try to remove the not good parts from my side, and try to improve personally. So I look at maybe habits that I don't like or dislike, <laughs> being self-aware, and then I try to improve on that, right? So I would say I always remind myself to stay on the ground, um, uh, stay focused, uh, not get too comfortable, uh, keep on learning. These are the things, keep on developing, keep on growing, right? Okay. Uh, these are the things that I try. So I don't like to relax too much, I like to keep myself busy. I like to take responsibilities, and these are the things that I like. And um, you know, even at work, I don't. I I want to see things improving. So that's part of my nature.
0: All right, and by your day job, let's (laughs) say this girl and the night job, the Batman job, (laughs) was featured recently, and um, you have went into that day job, which involves startups. A mentorship and those so many businesses at an early stage or maybe at a stage that they arrived as well. Yeah. So what put you in that position? Or, or what helped you identify your purpose that led you on that path?
1: Yeah, so so I've, I've worked as an engineer for more than I think 15 years, okay. 14, 15 years. And after 10 years of me working as an engineer, I wanted to take a break. So what I did is I went and I did my master's degree in Master Institute and from there we were asked to do research and this is where I said that I don't want to go back to the workforce and I want to do something I want to start a business right. so that's combination of trying to combine technology and business was the first thing that I wanted to do and this is why I pursued um, uh, you know I I opened my first uh, uh, tech startup Doing research, so it came out of the research, and then I started working on that. Nice. And the the purpose was for me not to go back to engineering and and so on, not go back and work for someone. I wanted to work for myself, and this is where I found that the love of entrepreneurship and how and, and business. Me myself, I don't come from a from a, a a business family. My dad is not a businessman. My mom is not a business person. I came from a working class, but I wanted to. Become or do business in my next phase, right? And this is why I found that entrepreneurship and, you know, technology combining this together in order for me to build a business around it. And this is when I started exploring. And at the time, it was the beginning of entrepreneurship and tech in UAE. And it was, you know, I was one of the first people who were uh, pitching for a hardware startup in UAE, which no one had a clue but I continued because it was a kind of a research trying to discover and so on. And this is where I found, I said, this is the place that I want to play in. And it's different because we never had incubation managers. We never had program managers within this sector, right? And then I got the opportunity that to combine my master's degree with a focus into entrepreneurship and technology management. And I did that. So all of this are happening. It was the country in UAE started to support startups, but they were still in the early stage, like a, like a test. But for me, it was like a mission. So I, my mission was not to go back to the workforce and work for someone. No, but actually to be in that entrepreneurship and business because I wanted really to start my own business. All
0: right. And how thoughts, self-talk, and past experiences are shaping your perception?
1: Yeah, I think, I think everything that I did, I, um, it's a learning curve. And I think at some points, these uh, self-talks makes you feel you're crazy. And, uh, um, you know, because most of the people are doing something different. Like, right? you will not see someone who's going to leave um, a, a managerial job to go and become a student, right? <laughs> it doesn't happen often, right? So the sacrifice that I left me coming out of an engineering uh, job as, as, as a team leader or a manager, to go and study again was is something that is a big risk, right? Mm-hmm. I put my yeah. family on there and then go and starting a startup and then telling your wife that, you know, or your mom that, listen, I've left my job to do this one. It's not the ordinary. But for me, I, I took that risk because I believed in it and I was also passionate about it. So my the passion exceeded, okay, the the, the, the opportunity cost that I was putting. You get me, so so yeah. So I think the passion, doing that, I am good at as a skill, and I'm and pushing my five hundred percent energy. That exceeded the other stuff because here I had to give it the, the good bonuses, <laughs> the the position ego positions, okay. you know, for me to, to to do something different than than everyone else. All right, and uh, Sweet, so. During what you just said,
0: had probably a lot of challenges, not to yourself only, but then a lot of strain on yourself and on your family, which now means if you are a part of a family member or you are a parent, that would mean you have responsibilities not to yourself, but also to others as well, which makes it a bigger risk, right? And would you say starting a journey that is let's say unknown or an uncharted territory would you consider that life is hard or life is
1: easy well it, it, it all depends I'll, you know, for me um, throughout my journey it's been I've been through difficult rides it's different levels right um but I think you know, I think saying it's hard or easy I think it depends on on the situation and you know, when I left my job to go and pursue entrepreneurship it was risky, right? But and I put my 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 family on 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 the line like you know no income and so on and so on. But for me it was like I want to you know I think the passion, I know maybe it's uh, it's it's not a good thing, but for me the passion of trying to start something new was more. So I was able to convince, you know, the family, but it was at a risk. But I had to also, you know, level or Balance it out in order for me to be able to manage as well mm-hmm. so I think i will I will not say it's hard because I've been through a lot of things in the past, but I think it's a, it's an experience I would say because I think you know you when you always come out of 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 that hard experience you tend to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you're always spending time talking about it, but when you, while you at it, you hate it, right? So for me, I, I I I learned to enjoy that experience while I'm doing it. Yes, startup life is ups and downs and so on, but I think uh, it's the learning what I've gone through. I think in the past five years, uh, being an entrepreneur, um, uh, uh, working on Gemalytic has been a lot of hard work, but also the amount of learning that I did. I don't think that. Working for a corporate company in twenty years is not that. The experience that I gained from this one is much, it's much, much more. And this is why I'm 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 in the position I am today, right? Because I've gone through that. Those five years were critical to 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 where I am today. Mm-hmm. So, yani, I've learned a lot. I enjoyed it, and uh, and and it, it gave me the fruits or uh, the the benefits that were what I'm doing right now. Interesting
0: with what thoughts do you start an endeavor job or a task for Mm -hmm. example would you say when you want to start a a job would you say that achieving it is easy or you would say i cannot do it not easy as an easy but i mean would you say that i can do it with the confidence of you can do it or you would say i cannot do it is there any questions you would ask yourself to assess the endeavor for example
1: Wallahi, for me, I think uh, looking at that, I will look at the opportunity first, okay? First, what is the opportunity and what are the problems or the, 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 the problem we're solving, okay. right? That's the biggest question. Okay. And then after I know what's the problem and then I look at what, how big is this market that I'm going to okay. or am I going to invest in? Okay. And then I started planning. So here, if I'm if I'm going for it, I weigh the opportunity and see if this is a gap or a a problem that is worth solving. And then I put my energy into it. So I think, and, and this is very important because, you know, I think it's like you get so many ideas, so many ideas come across. Every day I discard, okay, this is useful. This is nice, right? But there are certain ones that they are bigger problems that could really create big impact. And I think that's for me is very important. And and once I put that, that this work that I'm doing is impactful, it's going to change lives, it's big, it has a big opportunity, it has a very good returns, then here I throw myself. Right? Okay. So there is a lot of things, but I think that's that's very, very important. That's me if I'm starting a startup. Yeah. Right? In- investment is a different one, right? Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So do you want me to answer the investment? Sure, yeah. yeah. So not? so when I when I look at startups because I meet startups every day, right? And and I think for me, the most important thing, of course, what is the problem that they're solving? What, how big is the opportunity? But the most important thing is the team. Is the team ready to take this to the next level? Because most of the time you will see, and I've coached very good ideas, bad founders, right? Like amazing ideas, but bad founders, um, or people are not good enough to take this to the next level. And this is what we weigh uh, when it comes to you investing, is the team is very, very important because that team can flip this uh, the other way around and uh, take it to the next level, right? All right. Do you practice prayer, meditation, and or visualization that helps you in achieving goals? Yes, I practice everything that you said. Okay. So I practice... Uh, Prayers, of course, um, meditation, visualization. I've tried everything. Okay. Yes, and and these things really help me, uh, especially uh, because the way I operate, I operate alone most of the time. So I advise myself. Of course, I get advice from different people, but most of the time, the things that I do, a lot of the things that I do are risk, and no one has done it before, and I have to decide on my own. So a lot of decisions that I do is I actually come up with a decision. So here is that, you know, you, you're in, in, in a position that you're not sure if I'm doing this right or I'm doing it wrong, right? And this is why I I, I meditate a lot. I I visualize a lot because for me also that keeps me motivated as well. Sure. So 100%. And I've, I've been, I've used, I don't know, I'm not going to say everything, but I've used heart math. I've used, uh, um, I forgot the name, What's a heart math? Heart math, yes. There is a there's a tool that you keep is basically to to control your uh, heart heart rate variability okay. to make you calm. All right. um, there is another device Muse okay. Muse. I've used Muse for me to meditate. I've used all sorts. I've tried everything. Hmm. So yeah, these are the things that actually help me personally and hundred percent because this this is when you go to mental health, right? and and. and <laughs> And, and, and this is a very important topic for the startup. So I've, I've used this. I've used this not only for, my, for myself. My Batman job is trading. <laughs> and um, I've used it because I had to also trade. And I, I, this helps me. So it helps me on my day job and my Batman job, <laughs> which okay. is uh, trading the financial <laughs> markets. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Um, what repeated steps you intentionally do as a ritual or routine? had method to cultivate focus, productivity, and goal manifestation? Probably you have answered some of them just yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Is there a specific ritual or a routine that you would do,
1: let's say right before mm-hmm. going to work or right before attending to a task for, for instance? Yeah. I like to systematically, sometimes I don't do it, but I like to systematically do things. Like for example, to sequence, plan my day before I start work, So I will actually build, let's say from four AM or five AM when I wake up, I will do things like I have a checklist of let's say call it ritual that I would do. And I think doing that is very, very important because you you set yourself on a system way. For example, there's something called morning pages. I don't know if you heard Morning Pages like journals. Yeah, journaling. So I now I stopped. I used, I used to do it. And I used to, yeah. when I get time, I do it. I, I journal. I throw everything, all my frustrations, everything on, on uh, uh, morning pages. And this helps me become creative, plan my day and so on. So this has helped. I meditate in some different ways that I used or different uh, uh, people who are doing meditation. I've used some of them. So yeah, so I, 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 I realized that systematically planning your day actually makes you productive. And okay. this is regardless. And then there is something maybe you heard, uh, time blocks. Time blocks is basically blocking each s- section of the days in order for you to be productive. Because for me, the the in the morning when I wake up is the most productive time for me. Mm-hmm. That's like, this is where all my crazy ideas come from. Mm-hmm. And when I get to 10 o'clock, I switch off like an old person, okay. right? Like after 10, don't talk to me, mm-hmm. right? I'm like dizzy, I cannot think of anything. but In the morning, that's like my, all my energy is there. So me, myself, I found that this is the most productive time, even when answering emails. You know, there is emails you just sit and just respond yes, no, and so on. And there are emails that you really need to think about how you structure it and how you, and this is where the productive emails. So yeah, so everyone, I think, will find their own way um, how to deal with themselves because we're all different. But I felt that systematically planning yourself like an engineer, is very very useful hmm. interesting
0: all right and do you have environmental cues to prime you for performance and productivity such mm-hmm. as having written statements or images to remind you why you're doing certain things and just to, to help you start doing the thing that you want to do for example or to, to set you in that
1: mood yeah so i think i um <laughs> for me i actually I, I'm, I, 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 I am a self-motivated person so I will, if I decide on something, is even before re- even researching about it, I will I will try to read more in for me to go into it. So it's not like, okay, Saeed, you know, get motivated to this, no. For me, it's like, as soon as it hits my head, I stand up and I just do it, yeah. right? So here, of course, sometimes this is where the risk is. A prior research to do something is that maybe I'm passionate about, and then I push too much. This okay. is my, my, negative point but most of the time that most of the things that i am passionate about is the driver to everything so i don't need a year to motivate myself and doing something no i will actually see like for me it's always the is this is this thing that i'm doing worth uh, my time is it i'm good you know i'm I'm kind of evaluating it myself Mm. now going into the mood i don't know i'm not sure if i i am i'm going to answer it correctly But I do have my ways of trying to do things. For example, um, I will travel somewhere to, you know, to gain some certain energy or, you know, just to kind of make make me like uh, motivate me to do something. Yes, I will try either to listen to a certain music or... Maybe look at historical music that I, that has motivated me previously, or um, go on a on a on a staycation, go somewhere and sit with myself. Yeah, these are the things that I would do for myself. But for me personally, I'm a I'm a by nature I'm an introvert, so I gain energy by sitting on myself with you know sitting alone and think of what I'm going to do. Yeah, but you know the thing is answering this is everyone is different right yeah. yeah i have a friend who sits in the coffee shop and and all his ideas come from there but for me <laughs> it's different so yeah so for me it's uh, different ways I, I i call it hacks so because right. everyone have their own uh, uh, hacks into yeah it might work for me it might not work for yeah. for other people Absolutely. as well yeah. but it's it's not bad because if i hear something that you do i will find it maybe interesting and i'm going to say okay I'm, i think i'm going to try this because it's something that could work for me. And I think that's, that's what we all should, should be like, right? Because, you know, I, I meet so many people, it's like, they tell me, oh, Saeed, oh, how do you do this? And so on. And they're trying to use this like a, like a rule book. But it's not a rule book as long as you find it beneficial for you and it will help you. Because it might not, right? But it might help someone else. Saeed, what beliefs, habits, and behaviors adopted recently improved your life greatly? So, see, investment, for me, I'm always keeping my eye open. And I think uh, being in the startup world, um, you meet a lot of startups. You meet a lot of interesting ideas. Sometimes you have the money to invest, sometimes you don't. So, but for me, I'm always keeping an eye. And now I'm investing in different asset classes. So not only startups, but, you know, there is a portfolio of real estate, crypto nowadays. I'm exploring everything. But I think startups I am looking at, but... Well, I just wait for the right opportunity. And I, if I feel that it's worth investing, then I will invest. But you know, the thing is about startups, a lot of startups came to me because I advised them or mentor them. They want to give me uh, equity of the company, which I always didn't want to, right? I, you know, because I, I, I always, I do it for the love of what I do. I love to sit with startups. I love to advise them for no returns. So some of them see value or maybe they see, um, that you have a very uh, good position and they want to kind of, and, and th- that's fair, right? Mm-hmm. But um, uh, for me, I have nev- I was never interested in, in going and taking equity of other startups. But if I see a great opportunity, I would invest or wait for them to grow in a certain or reach a certain level, and then I would invest, yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Um- fair enough and other than of course. and the way I implied this so yes, yes. <laughs> let's say in general
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but in, okay. in general I would say that um, I'm open I'm open to learn new things okay. so I can't remember uh, anything that uh, I've adopted recently but I'm always trying to see I'll, I'll tell you something I think when I was in the corporate world um, it's always being that oh I am the expert or I know everything oh you can't. I cannot learn from someone who's lower than me. Right. And that's the that's the corporate world tells you. But for me, uh, in entrepreneurship, I learned that I can learn from anyone. And experts, there is no expert. There is always levels that you're gonna keep learning. Right. And this is why when it comes to any, any topic, anything, I keep it open as much as possible. Right. Me personally, I believe that um, people, uh, thousands of years ago go uh, smarter than us, right? You need to look at history. You need to learn from what others have done in order for you to improve yourself. So for me, I think different walks of life, different people, even if someone is sitting in reception or sitting or doing somewhere, you can always learn something new and adopt it to your own uh, learning as well. So I think continuous learning, I think the most important thing and being open to learn. Because, you know, I can say, you know what, no, I know. You know, you can speak to someone and say, oh, I know listen <laughs> right so, 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 so this is yeah so I think being open to listening to different ideas different cultures different this is very important because you learn a lot like I told you earlier that I went uh, traveled and I saw the opportunity in a specific country yeah. and I said wow this is something that I want to do and I want to invest in and then I started becoming interested in that in that topic right or that area all
0: right. When challenges, fears, and failures hit, mm. what steps are taken? If it helps, are there any questions that you ask yourself before or whenever that challenge hits?
1: Yeah, so I'll give you two, two answers for this one, uh, previously and now. Previously, when I used to work in the corporate world, was you need to find who did the mistake and then you have to punish them. And that was like, okay, so we used to also fear of do mistakes, right? So you don't want to do mistakes, the boss will be angry and so on. But now um, I've adopted a different way. What is the problem? How are we going to solve it? It's not about blaming people. It's about finding what have we learned from the mistake that we did, right? So try and and, and find the best way in order for you to um, adopt to the new one. And this is what we teach on the startup world is that whatever you get, findings or whatever, you take it, improve it, and then you roll out the next... Uh, Feature or product, because these are the answers or these are the messages that you get from the market in order for you to answer. So, same thing here. We do, we try a lot of things uh, in my organization, and we try to learn from from it and then uh, bring uh, the best product. You know, yesterday we sat down with the uh, feedback team, who take the questions of all the the startups and then prepare this report that we have to look at as an organization. And then the things that I used to preach for the past two years actually came in the report. And right. because I'm dealing on a day-to-day basis and I've learned that throughout my interaction and what the market's saying, I got a report from a professional person who has run this exercise and confirmed what we've been doing as true. So now I can take this to management and I say, listen, guys, I've been telling you for how long that this is what the way, but you kept on arguing. So yeah, but but this is why, because I listen to the customer. I listen to what people are saying to me and I use that to the advantage. You know, I can say what? Put them under the rug. No, we're great. We're doing everything great. No one can complain. But that's not the way to improving. I might make my manager happy but if the whole ecosystem is laughing at me and saying that these guys are, are in their own bubble, this is the things that I don't like or accept. So, yeah. So, listening to the customer is is very, very important. And I think I've adopted this to my uh, management uh, uh, style in you know, order for me to listen and, and, and learn and then uh, implement. What three concepts, beliefs, and habits should others adopt? Wallahi. <laughs> so, I... Uh, <laughs> I I would say that I like I'd like we discussed. Like I think um, learning, keep on learning, yeah. keep keep being open. I think no one is an expert, and you know the thing is for me is like i throughout. It's like keep on learning and be open to listen to other people. Uh, is 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 and staying humble is very very important for you to 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 move up. And if yeah, I think learning and keep on going. And uh, what can I say? Uh, find things that that you enjoy, right? Okay. And I'm, I'm going to tell you like in university or school, I was not the student who came first in the class, do you get me? But in that class, if if it's a subject that interests me as Saeed, <laughs> then I'll be the top. This is what, the, do you get me? Even, you know, I remember like when I was in school, this is what my science teacher wrote. He said that Said only does the work what interests him. I took that as a compliment. When I went home, my uncle said no. <laughs> and we kept on arguing. But this actually helped me because I did the things that I'm passionate about and, and you know, pushed for, for it so hard. So I didn't find kind of a balance. So I think, I think, I'm not saying that everyone, that's not everyone, that's uh, everyone have their own uh, style. But I think, I think trying to listen to yourself and what you want, mm. and remove the noise because social pressure is always there, uh, being important or you know, because you you get affected by the environment. Yeah. So, learning how to ignore that is a it's difficult, mm. and also this goes into where you are in life. So, you know, if you're a teenager. Your friends are very important, more than your family, right? And then when you're in your mid-20s, it's like that's what the workaholic um, um, uh, uh, journey is. And then when you get to the 30s, you start weighing different... So these different walks of life, people have different interests, right? So, for example, now when I started my entrepreneurship journey was more into me startup pushing and so on and so on and so on. But now it's more of, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a back seat and say like, okay, if I find an opportunity that I would invest in any uh, project, I I don't want to do the running anymore. But you never know, because maybe in a few years, I will say, you know what? I need to come out of my shell and I need to start uh, pushing for, I found an opportunity or a business that I really you know? So uh we call it in Arabic uh Israhet Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? That's right now you're you're taking a rest to shoot maybe for something bigger if if it if if it arises. So yeah. So Anna there is no the beauty of it uh is there is no a one size fit all. I know yeah. that people want that uh script of success. You know there is something very important that I want to um, mention it, it really breaks my heart. But at the same time, it's a reminder. It says, um, I've read something said that 2020 is the year that the millennials have, um, have reached 40. So the youngest millennial has reached 40. So anyone born in 1980, in 2020, they reach 40. The millennials are the most educated generation, and they're poorest out of all. So, so the, people, the baby boomers and the people who were born in the 70s, of course, they were in real estate, assets, and so on. They had that investment when they were young. Mm. The millennials, they focused on higher education. So, all of us, many of us actually have PhDs uh, and, you know, and, and we focused on investing in education. Now, the younger generation, the Gen Zs and whatever, those guys, they investing in crypto and all these, <laughs> fast, you know, influencing and stuff like this. Yeah. So, and they make good money or maybe that's the, the investment focus, right? So, that's what I'm saying. As the millennials, most of the millennials you'll find today, they will tell you, I've applied every rule in the book and I still didn't, you know, <laughs> succeed or I didn't reach all the investment that I, you know. So that's that's where the, the tricky part is. So me honestly speaking, I'm saying that when I saw that, I was like, Wow, this is this is a very good message to the to the Millennium World that listen, I think you need to explore as much as possible, try different things, look at different it's not whatever they tell you is not like it has to be as per as per the book. No, it can change. And look for something different, if it's business or whatever. It's something different that you you become unique then more unique than someone else. Okay. If fans would want to copy your footsteps.
0: Fans? If fans would want to copy your footsteps. You heard it right. <laughs> Where should they start?
1: Yeah, I think um, it's not like I succeed or whatever. I just uh, do things that I find interesting. I enjoy the most. And it's, it's not like... I think every person needs to find what they love the most. And like I said, I remove the noise. And, and uh, when I left my job, uh, I went to, to work uh, or uh, start my own startup or went into the entrepreneurship. A lot of people told me, why are you doing this? Why this? Why this? Why that? But I thought that, listen, I'm passionate about this and I do this. So I think going back to the same thing, I think everyone defines success in their own way. Um, for me, is, is, is I enjoy the things that I do. Having my scooter in a beach, is the dream in your own (laughs) island in my own island yeah (laughs) so yeah but I think of course um, uh, this is the dream but I know that I'm also workaholic so I I like to work so I that's just uh, phases I would say of of the year I would do that so advice I would say (sighs) no to do with fans but I think just just learn understand yourself learn Keep open, don't don't be too, uh, um, uh, you know, stubborn. And I think learning from every experience is very, very important for someone to actually succeed. And I think phases, and this is very important, I think phases of life that you are in your 30s, these are the focus points, you are in your 20s, these are the things that are important. You have to incorporate that uh, as part of the growth. But as you grow, you learn new things and you have different interests. I think positioning yourself and let's say, uh, saying that I wanna start a company, go and join a team that is doing a startup. And there you're gonna learn and then you're gonna come up, come up with an idea or problem because mm-hmm. you are part of it. And maybe because you've been part of a startup, you can join a startup in the future that is building something big. And you can be, be become part of that team. And this is where growth is, sure. right? Today, in your career, if I'm working for Duat Salat, or all these big or mubadala, you are a junior employee. You grow to a senior role, and then you go to a VP or a manager or whatever. It's the same thing with the startup world. It's just that you're working for a company which is small that has four employees. First, you're a junior. Maybe you're a receptionist, or you're a geek uh, or marketing person. As you go, you learn from these guys and how they become successful. And in the future, the career advancement, same as the corporate world, but in the startup world. Hmm. And then maybe you jump into the million dollar idea. Hmm. Right? So maybe it's not me, you being startup founder today, maybe in a few years. So I think this is my best advice for someone who's yeah, learning feedback phase where you are because even the timing is very important right yeah. Yana, when I started Jamalitic the timing was bad <laughs> there's a big difference do you get me so timing is also uh, uh, very important in the life of a startup all right this is the end of the podcast eight. <laughs> thank you for being here thank
0: you thank you for inviting me it was a pleasure to listen to you This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.